0: Welcome to Making Disciples Naturally, the podcast of the Kansas Communities Ministry of the Navigators. My name is David Dennis, and I'm so happy you can join us today for the fifth of five podcasts with my friend and mentor, former Kansas Communities Ministry Director, Dr. Richard Spann. If you haven't been able to catch the last four episodes, I urge you to go back and listen to them, as they are packed with lots of inspirational, thoughtful, and really practical information from Scripture. Today we pick up the story that he related last time when he was in the hospital in 2019. He was having a lot of discomfort and he was tempted to take things into his own hands to deal with that problem. However, in trusting God, he learned that by faith, his best plan, that is God's best plan, was the appropriate path.
1: And the the Lord brought this verse to mind and said, you know, wouldn't that be kind of like lord's temptation to turn <laughs> turn these stones into bread
0: yeah really.
1: <laughs> and uh, you're you're exerting control you're tempted to exert control over an area that that i don't want you to do that's not my choice and i thought well maybe i can call the nurse and have her wake up the doctor and and i was impressed that that's not the lord's choice either but but again i was I was in a situation where I had an opportunity to exert some control, but felt like it was not the Lord's desire. Um, And I remember having come to that conclusion that I would not do that. The Lord impressed upon me if I would roll over on my left side and stick my fist kind of to the left side of that incision and lean on that fist, uh, if I were to try that, see what happened. So I did, and, and the pain went away, and I went to sleep for three hours.
0: Wow, wow.
1: And so the morning, the, the gal came in about 7 and asked me if I'd want a it, and I said, I sure would. <laughs> <laughs> I can it. And I think the Lord underscored something to me there, that, you know, if I'm if I want to live only by that which I can see, by only that which I can understand and comprehend, if I can want to control my life by that which I can control, then I'm going to miss out on some of his provision, the provision of his word, the provision of his providence. I'm not going to see that. I'm going to miss that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to miss that or it's going to be delayed. And if I miss that and delay, if I delay that, if I miss that, I'm going to miss an opportunity, really, to know a lot about him and his care and his provision of who he is. And uh, and I thought, as I thought about that, I thought, you know, this really is one of the things that eternal life is all about. Uh, in John 17:3, this is life eternal, to know thee the only true God and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. So if this is a part of the purpose of why God created me, to know Him more deeply, not only in this earth, but throughout eternity, that if I insist on controlling everything, I'm going to miss those opportunities uh, to really be led by His Word and His provision. Mm-hmm. So this has been a, a journey for me in the last few years to really understand and and uh, deepen my knowledge of of that verse and be led by his provision and so daily I, I go through this with him as I walk around and spend some time with him and I say Lord just thank you for leading me by ways that uh, I cannot see and I cannot comprehend and I cannot control I, I know they're there I know you're doing that continually I just want to thank you for that and so that has really, really helped in my daily walk.
0: Mm-hmm. That's good. He's asking us to to trust him, basically, and not yes. not trust ourselves. And uh, right. I think of a child growing up and whatever um, situation. I mean, the tendency for all of us as we are immature is to rely on our own strength. And as we mature, as we keep our eyes on Jesus more and more, um, it's to develop that trust in Him and really understand that He is um, a good God and that He does have our best interest in mind, and that's hard I, I to remember.
1: <laughs> I'm always challenged by Second Timothy two one. We like Second Timothy two through the th- two two, 2 the things that thou hast heard of me among many uh, men. The same commit that of faithful men also. But I think 2 Timothy two one also is a challenge to me in that regard. Be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Hmm. And I, th- I think of the four options in life. We can be weak in the flesh, strong in the flesh. We can be weak in grace or strong in the grace. But it is uh, hard to be strong in that which comes from someone else. Hmm. Uh, but to be strong in that, which is which comes from the Lord, I think that's that's the goal, that's the desire.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's good. I think this is so applicable. Uh, everything you've said has been very applicable to the times in which we live, when chaos seems to reign in in certain locations, and uh, of course the pandemic that <laughs> continues and uh, just. For many, I mean, on a broad scale, seemingly the world's falling apart. And then, of course, individually, that may be true um, with job loss and illness. And right. and in all these situations, this, these words you've uh, shared with us are so applicable and how um, God wants us to, um, again, trust in Him and just relax in Him in His sovereign control of our lives. So that's good.
1: Well, thank you, David, for the opportunity to, uh, to look at these areas. I've uh, been looking forward to this.
0: Well, I appreciate all your thoughts and uh, certainly your example over the years. And I thought one way we could just close real quickly is to ask um, the following. Um, as you have developed these thoughts, uh, can you share with us some practical resources that you used I you mentioned several people that you have read G Campbell Morgan Jerry bridges but just again on a practical basis how do you look at scripture and then what resources do you do do you use to to get information and to really seek the Lord
1: I think I think a lot of it is the scriptures themselves I I do not read uh, Widely, generally, I, I've looked at some sermons by G. Campbell Morgan. I usually read two or three of those uh, a week in the Westminster pulpit. Uh, I have a, uh, some pilgrim's prayers that I go through daily. Um, there's a, a, and I usually have two or three other books that I look at continually. Um one actually oddly enough is josephus uh <laughs> I've looked at, that's kind of a mm-hmm. struggle at times uh, seeking the face of god i started recently uh i've read some of david jeremiah's uh works we've been watching him on television uh recently because church is not available we're doing things online so he comes online before some of our uh, Studies do, but David Jeremiah has been good. Uh, But those are some of the key ones Mm -hmm. that I've looked at recently.
0: Good. Do you use concordances and Bible dictionaries, that sort of thing, or do you mostly use Scripture itself and uh, maybe cross-references?
1: I I do the Scripture itself and Mm cross-references.
0: Good. Any thoughts on meditation on Scripture? How do you do that? How do you implement meditation on His Word?
1: Good question. Yeah, I I try to think of uh, the whole aspect of listening to to listen to him, to be uh, to get apart, to be silent and uh, surrender in the attitude of wanting to listen uh, and ask him to reveal to me the thoughts before I begin looking at the scripture uh, and try to look at the, the standpoint of what is the Lord saying. What does he want me to? Uh, to do about this what is he revealing to me to myself about him uh what does he want me to, to do about that is there anything particular that i should change in a way in my relationship to to him in praise and thankfulness uh, any other specific person does he have a person in mind that i should uh, visit with or uh, should i change uh, attitude or Is there something that I need to confess before Him? So I kind of come with an open agenda a little bit and trust Him to impress upon me the thoughts that He may may have for me uh, in any given Scripture.
0: That's good. All right, well, thank you so much, Richard. That's been a great encouragement to us, so I really appreciate your time today.
1: My pleasure. Thank you so much, David. You
0: bet. We'll talk again. Bye-bye. All right. Wasn't that encouraging? God wants us to have communion and fellowship with us, if only we are awake to that. How do we meditate on scripture? I like to simply read a verse or passage very slowly, turning over the thoughts in my mind, emphasizing keywords, looking up cross-references, and really asking myself, what was the writer trying to communicate to his original readers? And then I like to ask, How can I practically apply the principle that is demonstrated in that passage to my own life? I've included some resources in the show notes today that might be of help to you in your study of Scripture and in meditating and applying it to your life. Next time, we start a brand new series with Dr. Don Davis. Dr. Davis is president and founder of the Urban Ministry Initiative, or Tumi. Tumi.org is the website. Dr. Davis had planned to be our speaker this fall for the 2020 Kansas Communities Ministry Fall Conference, but unfortunately we had to cancel that due to the COVID-19 pandemic. However, Dr. Davis was gracious enough to sit down with me and share some insights and thoughts he has on discipleship, which I think you'll really appreciate. Join me next time as we hear from Dr. Don Davis about making disciples naturally.